Good morning. It's Froster Bunch Friday. It's <laughs> it's ten ten oh seven. I got one more comment uh, that I'm, I I got to read. I, I I can't for the sake of peace in this guy's uh, house. I won't uh, read his name. But he said uh, about the girl that uh, was taking out uh, the garbage, not wearing any pants. It's like you live across the street from Cece's and you're having hamburger for supper. Oh, my God. Uh, If his wife finds out he said that, he is divorced. Uh, All right, let's move on. Biden says nuclear Armageddon at the highest risk since the Cuban Missile Crisis. He's declaring that the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since 1962 as Russian officials speak of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks um, because of the, you know, the losses in Ukraine. Uh, Biden was talking at a uh, Democratic fundraiser, and he said Thursday night, Russian President Vladimir Putin is a guy I know fairly well. And the Russian leader is not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. We haven't uh, faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. He suggested the threats from Putin is real. Uh, the, the threat from Putin is real because his military, you might say, significantly underperforming. So apparently we're buying up uh, all kinds of, I, I don't know, iodine or whatever they they get for um, if you've been exposed to uh, radiation. I don't think this is going to come to that. I've said that from the get-go. Uh, I'm seeing stories about the tumult uh, in Russia, uh, how uh, literally his, uh, his support is, well, waning, if you will. Uh, so I I just, I don't see it happening. Vlad confronted by insider over Ukraine war. Uh, last birthday, uh, fears over successor. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. But we are stockpiling anti-radiation drugs. And Putin is isolated in a bunker. I think if he gets to the point where he's going to literally push the button and engage with nuclear weapons, that he will not walk out of that bunker. That they, his staff, somebody, friend, somebody he trusts, will get in there and kill him. It's good because it, it, it isn't... I think, uh, in their best interest to go to that extent. And and he has gone too far. He really needs to find a way uh, to compromise and walk away from this. I just, I think his ego is too big. Uh, if he tries to go too far, others will, cooler heads will prevail. Time will tell. 874-9390-800-529-5572. It's Froster Buns Friday, so you can call on pretty much any topic that uh, that you choose. But I, I just, I don't see this turning into a nuclear war. I, and I'm not a, you know, 
I actually think if if there's a nuclear confrontation, it's more likely to happen with China than Russia. I just, I've looked at this from uh, every direction I can. And there are irrational actors out there who might use one. The problem is it's so devastating, and the response would be even more devastating, that I don't think this is going to, this is going to happen. So I'm, we're preparing for it, apparently. But I think overplaying our hand politically uh, is advantageous for Biden and the Democrats. And I think that's what they want. I think that's, the, that's why they're making this look like it's a bigger deal than it is. And I'm not saying an ounce of prevention isn't worth a pound of cure. I'm not saying it absolutely positively won't happen. But I think it's highly unlikely that it will. I think they're going to play it up uh, in an attempt to shore up the Democrats. And I want to refer you to to, uh, yesterday's uh, program with Jim Babka on the show. And uh, our conversation about how we end up getting into to wars. Uh, when we were told about Iraq, uh, what happened during World War II, uh, World War I, uh, it just it's constantly, constantly happening that we are told that we have some horrible threat, uh, that our lives are all in danger, and then it turns out later on not to have been true. So... It, it really, go go get the archives. Where can they get the archive, Brian, for yesterday's show? It is uh, 939theeagle.com and click the on-demand section. And listen to the second half hour of the show from 930 to 10 with Jim Babka. And I think that'll kind of put your mind at ease. As a quick aside, before I go any further, um, those battery-powered cars that we've been talking about, And what a stupid idea this is. Well, apparently in Florida, they're realizing this. So you can see as much water as they've done. So both engines are empty, right? 750 gallons for each engine. So So they're both empty. We've already put on 1,500 gallons of water on this, and it's still going. Oh, this will burn for days. dangerous these fires are, right? And why now we've set up. So we've got a a water supply here. So now they'll be able to remove this. Apparently, these cars don't like don't like salt water. They don't like being submerged at all. Now, if your internal combustion engine car is hit with a tsunami of water, it becomes inoperable. If your battery powered car does, it bursts into flame. And apparently they, they put like 1,500 gallons of water into this battery-powered car, and it's still burning. Oh, oh, thank you, Democrats. Thank you very much for pushing that on us. 874-9390-800-529-5572. On a Froster Buns Friday, Mike is on the line. Mike, welcome. How are you? Hi, Gary. I'm good. I'm kind of off a different subject other than the nuclear war and other stuff. Um I don't buy, I'm in Jeff City and I do not um, get the newspaper delivered. So we buy it at a store 
on Sunday mornings only. My question is about a sales tax. I don't know if I can mention stores or not, but one store, I'll buy the newspaper, Sunday morning newspaper, and it's $2. I go to another store, buy the Sunday morning newspaper, and it's $2 plus tax. Why is that? And who do I talk to about that to see who's right or wrong? Well, I would uh, talk to the Department of Revenue and find out if there's a sales tax on newspapers. If there is a sales tax on newspapers, then the place not charging is giving you a deal. And if the place, uh, and if there isn't, then the guy charging you a tax is ripping you off. But I would okay. check with DNR. DNR. Um, okay. Because uh, I haven't bought it at any other stores. I don't saw what I'm tempted to do this Sunday is buy it at another store to see what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, make a, qu a quick phone call to the Department of Revenue. And uh, see if there's a sales tax on newspapers. Okay. All right. You thank know what you else you much, might want? Gary. All right. Thank you. What? Uh, what? Well, I was what? just, I'm just thinking. I wonder if there's a uh, a special tax in some neighborhoods because we have all these. But it it, it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't affect that. All right. Never mind. Just check with the Department of Revenue and you'll know which I know way to you go. You were talking about there because one of the stores is near the Capitol Mall here. And because of the Capitol Mall and being adjoining with that, they do have a little extra tax on their sales tax in order to go to the that yeah. Capitol Mall stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. But I would I would just check with the uh, Department of Revenue. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thanks, Mike. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. You'd probably do that with a quick phone call. Uh, Jerry, welcome. It's Froster Buns Friday. Uh, good morning. Um, morning. On electric cars. Um, I know someone that's got a 2012 Ford, uh, and the battery went dead. It won't charge, and uh, they can't get a replacement battery because they discontinued it. So now they got a about a 3,500-pound ornament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then on the other on the other side of the ocean, Mercedes-Benz has got a new hybrid coming out. It's some fossil fuel or electric and electric. And guess how far the electric car will get you when it just switched to full electric? 30 miles. Nope. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eight miles. Yeah, I think that the uh, the battery in those is designed to augment the uh, internal combustion engine. Uh, kind of gives you instant torque. Right, yeah. Basically, that's what it's for. So you can go from zero to 60 in 3.3 seconds. Yeah. Uh, the new C-Class... Um, they've they got a little four cylinder engine, and they've got yeah, a, an electric yeah. motor, and it's like holy Toledo! This thing is. Who would believe you could get that kind of output uh, from that little uh, engine with the motor combined? Uh, and it, so yeah. it's 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 uh, as I've always said, it's great as a hybrid, but I wouldn't want a pure battery powered car to save my soul. I don't. I don't think the technology is ready yet. Yeah, I tell you what, if I had eight miles and my gas gauge failed and I had eight miles to find a station, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jerry, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the uh, Gary Nolan Show. Am I, am I late here, Brian? No, we're fine. We're fine? Yep. All right. Sharon, it, it sounds like I'm pregnant. Am I late here? Uh, Sharon, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Fine. Gary, yesterday on your program when they did the 10 o'clock news break... There was a 
segment about a man supposedly shot and killed 35 children at a daycare and then went home and killed his own child and his wife. And I've never heard anything more about that. Did, do you know if that happened in the United States or another country? I don't because believe that happened. happened in the United States, no. Well, that, okay, that's why there wasn't more said about it on the news, I guess. Yeah, but mass shootings only happen here. Oh, okay. But that mass shooting didn't happen here. But they all happen. What a horrible here. thing! I mean, it seemed like it that is, would, there'd be more news coverage than that. Yeah, no, it it's uh, it's not uh, here in the United States. Um, it, well, thank it God overseas. for that. What we did have is a uh, kind of a mass stabbing in Nevada, in Las Vegas. Some guy That's with a knife. Showgirls got yeah. it pretty bad, I think. All right, Sharon. Thank all you. Right. I'm glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, Brian says now. Too late, gotta go. But we'll be right back. Nuclear war, unemployment. Wow, a lot of ground to cover on the Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. It's 1023, glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Um, so apparently as the result of uh, 2 million gallons a day, uh, fewer barrels, I'm sorry, 2 million barrels a day less oil being produced, the Biden administration is looking to cut a deal with Venezuela. And so, uh, Brian, you think it's a bad idea uh, to buy oil from yeah. Venezuela? Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't look uh, like this country called America has got plenty of oil in the ground. Why, why are we looking to foreign countries to supply our energy needs? That doesn't well, make sense to me. Actually, I'm thinking, do both. Yeah, I do believe we should be drilling for our own oil, but why shouldn't we buy from Venezuela? I wouldn't have an issue with it if he, you know, concentrated on America first. But, I mean, he, there are so many regulations, so many hoops, and, you know, it's just become quite difficult to get oil out of the ground anymore. And thus, look at the, uh, look at the uh, fuel pumps. Well, you know, he's just trying to protect the globe. Uh-huh. He's doing the best he can <laughs> to keep us from incinerating ourselves with man-made global warming. But, you know, Venezuela, for example, they, they don't create climate change by... No, drilling. their oil oh. is a special blend of oil. Climate change free oil or yes. something? No, okay. When Venezuelan oil burns, there is <laughs> no... Ex you could actually use that Venezuelan oil to heat your house without ventilation. Wow. It's that clean. That's amazing. There's I no CO2. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the same is true with Saudi oil, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, and the other OPEC countries. But they're being a little uh, a little cheap. Um, they're they're not selling us their oil. But it but comes out of the ground here. Oh, that's that, bad oil. Oh, that's okay. bad. That's bad. I got no, you. no. You use our oil, and uh, boy, it, it the CO two just pours out, and the temperature of the globe increases exponentially. And before you know it, we're all running around on fire, and there's not even any water to put us well, out. Well, that explains it. I was worried that maybe he was just making another bad decision. No, no. Okay. He cares. That's all. He just, he cares. Well, I feel better now. Thank you well, for clarifying that. Yeah, it's okay. 
It's it's what I do. That's why I'm here. That's why they pay me the big bucks is to make everybody see the light. Um, so apparently the price of gasoline has gone up. What did they say? Nine cents a gallon. Yep. Still going up and still going up. Well, you know, after all of, uh, you know, Biden's hard work at lowering the price of, of gasoline, uh, one wonders why he's going out of his way to raise the price again. It, it is him, isn't it? Uh, no, it would be uh, Putin, part of that, the greedy oil companies and the greedy gas station owners. Those are, you know, the three top ones so that the, are driving up the uh, price of gas. So they were not greedy, then they got greedy, and then they stopped being greedy. Because people noticed, apparently. And, and now they're being greedy again. Yeah. Well, now I see that we're a team, buddy. You mm -hmm. and I explaining things to the world. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What did he do to the uh, to the greedy gas stations to uh, Well, he came out and them? he scolded them. He said, you know, you people that are charging extra money when people fill their tanks, that is wrong. That is wrong. Ah. Don't do that. And that's... He whispered and, at them and they became afraid for a little while and they lowered their gas prices but now they're n not so afraid no so maybe he should give another speech that that would fix it all yeah that would fit that would fix it <laughs> the price but somebody i don't want to rub it in somebody said price of gasoline's going to go back up again and yeah, who was that i he predicted it i think remember sometime uh in the last uh, six eight weeks before it even began he, he, he said this was going to happen. And boy, oh boy, is that going to hurt in swing states. I, I, I seriously think that uh, he is not going to change his mind. He is not going to let us uh, drill for oil. He is not going to open up refineries. And he's not going to do it because the moment he does, he's admitted that his path was the wrong path. And it can't be reversed. Nobody will be able to run for office saying, you know, I'm going to stop them from drilling. I'm going to stop them from refining. Because everybody will remember what we've been through so far. And they won't get elected. So I think politically, uh, this, is, uh, this is as far as, as, as he can go. You got to hope at some point that... Uh, the Democrats are taken out of office. The Democrats are just... I would argue about the worst thing that could happen to a country. I don't know. All right. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. That gets you into the studio. You can go to GaryNolan.com. Uh, but I think that uh, eventually, uh, it, even, the, even the leftists are going to realize... And I would I, I'm, let me just change that. Not not the politicians, uh, the leftists that are uh, uh, you know voting for Democrats are going to realize this is not sustainable. That we can't do this, and they'll quit voting for Democrats for at least an election cycle. You're listening to the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. 
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 10.35, and Brian is unnecessarily upset. Apparently, this guy caught this uh, home run baseball that set a record. And, uh, well, apparently that baseball is worth... An est- I think he got an estimate. Uh, I think he got an offer for $2 million. Yeah, I think that's what the uh, the article said. And I had no idea that uh, if you snag a home run ball and it has any historical uh, implications to it, then you owe the IRS money. I, I had no idea. Are you kidding me? What, do they track you down? If you catch the this home run ball... You know, I guess you could give it back to the team. And what if they said, yeah, you can keep it. It's all yours. But we need to get your name. Is that is that how they... Well, I, I have no idea how it works, but I well, just read this story and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. The Democrats have given us a tax system that enables this to happen. Now, suppose you... Uh, you know how HGTV, every year they have a vacation home giveaway yeah they'll go out and build this extravagant property on a lakefront or oceanfront or up in the mountains someplace and it's when they're done building and decorating this thing it's worth a couple of million dollars if you won that house you would have to pay tax on it i get that so if you won this baseball and it's worth two million dollars and you want to keep it (laughs) A baseball. <laughs> you better pay the tax on it. Now, I almost understand if you were to sell it and make cash for it, but just to retain it in your possession, it's a baseball. Well, what about the house? It's a house. Yeah, but you, you can't will. live inside a baseball. It's just it a, doesn't matter what you do with it. It's the value. Who the puts house the value is worth, on it? The house is worth $2 million, and you won the house. You got it for free. You have to pay a tax on it. Yeah. That's why most people who win those houses turn around and sell them. Because they can't afford to pay the tax. And the same is true with this baseball. This guy has just won the equivalent of a $2 million house. I wouldn't say he's won it. He caught it. Well, or it, he got it for free. And now, because of our tax system, he's going to have to pay a bunch of money. If it's $2 million, uh, you get about $630,000 per million. That's uh, 6 and 6 is 12. That's a million two. Roughly a million three out of $2 million. You'd have to pay somewhere around. This is just stupid. Somewhere around six or 700000 in taxes. Okay, let's assume, and this is a stupid analogy. I understand that. But Albert Pujols hits his 702nd home run. The... The home run number uh, was, you know, 700 was, was fabulous. Oh, my God, that ball is worth $2 million, whatever. But the 702 doesn't mean anything. That's not true. That's not true. What? Uh, yeah, the, the record-breaking ball itself would be worth a lot of money. But maybe he goes on and gets uh, 703 uh, for the season. That 703rd ball would be worth a lot of money, too. So are you saying that they approach everyone that catches a home run ball and gets their name in order to tax them? 
Well, you have to validate that that baseball is the baseball. Right. And so the team come in and validate the ball. When they do that, government knows who you are. And lo and behold, you get the, the snot taxed out of you. That's unbelievable. Otherwise, you could say any old baseball is the baseball. Now, it's got to be authenticated. Once it's authenticated, they got you. And then you have to pay. I love <laughs> I love the way this works. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seems unfair, doesn't it? It does. It he almost, seems like the government has always got their hand out. Unless he has a lot of money, I think he pretty much almost has to sell that. Otherwise, uh, how's he going to pay the tax? I'm not a tax attorney. You know, we should probably call somebody who is. I just had no idea that that was the case. I saw this story, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. They come after you for catching a baseball? I mean, it's kind of like winning the lottery. Yeah. Although that's taxed, too. Yeah. But this is kind of different. We should call Tammy Bennis and, and uh, find out how the tax liability works. Because I'm not a CPA and she is. We should do that. Let's let's call her. Let's call Tammy Bennis. And uh, we'll find out how that works exactly. But I think uh, I think he almost has to sell it if he wants to keep it. He, he'll have to pay the tax. And that would be an, an astronomical amount of money. When he yeah. sells it, does the person that buys it also pay tax on it? Well, no they've they've paid it's they've paid for its value. I understand, but if they sell it again, then they pay tax on it again. Right? I would think if it goes from two million in value to three million in value, and they sell it, they might have to pay a capital gain tax. I wonder if, you, if that would be a capital gain. I don't know. I don't know. It Let, just seems wrong. We need to call Tammy Bennis. Uh, Tammy is a, a CPA, and I've known her for years. She's not a CPA anymore? I'm not sure. It's been a while since I talked to her. I'm pretty sure she is, and I am willing to find out. Hang on, folks, because I am going to uh, call Tammy Bennis. There's her number. Uh, message... And then see if I can get her on the uh, program. Uh, yeah, we do that. And then this. And, whoops, got to send her the right number. All right, I sent Tammy a message inviting her to call in. Valid. What? I didn't send her a message, apparently. I thought I did. What? Oh. What is this? That's weird. All right, let me do... Give, uh, look her up, um, and I'll, I'll grab some phone calls here. Michael, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hi, Gary. Terrific. It's, it's called an unrealized asset. And the Democrats are trying to tax unrealized assets, including your your stock. Even if you haven't sold them, they're worth such and such amount of money. They want to tax 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's called an unrealized asset. So, would that be uh, taxed at the income rate or at the uh, uh, capital gains rate? That would probably be taxed at the income rate since it's an asset. So, 300 and some thousand dollars per million, right? Yeah, because he would have been, he would have received the ball, therefore it's kind of like income. He didn't sell it and get capital gains out of it. Now, if he sells it for more than its value, then he gets capital gains out of that. But then he's already got to pay, he's still got to pay an income tax on this? Yeah. It's, it's called an unrealized income or unrealized asset. Like I said, the Dems are trying to tax your stock portfolio the same way. Yeah, that's uh, Squaw Warren's big push. All right, Michael, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That's that's really ugly. Gary, welcome. How are you? Oh, great. How are you guys? Doing well. Yeah. Uh, that That is a vivid demonstration of how screwed up and ambiguous and just totally ridiculous our tax system is. Because uh, I heard an incident, oh, here a while back. You know, you were talking about the baseball in the house, and et cetera. But there was uh, an error that that received a, a 3D art piece of art that had a bald eagle in it, and the IRS rated it at however many million dollars. But they said, fine, we'll sell it. And they said, no, you can't do that because you, you can't possess that eagle. That's, a, you know, that's illegal now. Even though it wasn't when this art was created. So they, they got really smart. They know uh, they donated it to the Smithsonian and took the tax credit. What a mess! Yeah, yeah, but wasn't that smart though? Because after the IRS put this value on it, they said, "Fine, we'll donate it and take the tax uh, as a uh, you know charity." What a ripoff, though! Really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. All right, Gary, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I got to take a quick break. I'm up against the clock. We'll come back, grab your calls. It's the uh, Gary Nolan Show, and it's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 10.50. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Some details on this uh, tragedy at the bridge. Uh, we'll check in with the news god, uh, Brian Houseworth, and that'll be in the next hour. Uh, those of you who are uh, living in uh, Springfield, you're probably not aware of the story. Uh, but it is a local story and kind of an ugly one if you get right down to it. Not kind of, it absolutely is. Uh, so we'll cover that. Uh, and then uh, we've got a couple other things to talk about, including the IRS. Since Brian and I started down this path of the guy who caught the baseball. Um, but wait, there's more. A number of IRS employees, current and former, have been indicted by the Department of Justice for allegedly attempting to steal COVID-19 relief funds from the Paycheck Protection Program. According to court documents, the defendants allegedly obtained funds under the PPP and EIDL program by submitting false and fraudulent loan applications that collectively sought over a million dollars. They then used the loan funds for purposes not authorized by PPP or EIDL program but instead for cars, luxury goods, and personal travel, including trips to Las Vegas. According to the Department of Justice, the individuals charged 
uh, and they list a whole bunch of names here, uh, range from wire fraud to submitting fraudulent applications for federal relief programs. Um, this is the IRS. These are the people who are supposed to be trustworthy. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, are you surprised count- by this? Well, <laughs> it, I, I have a theory. I'm surprised that they didn't just sweep it under the rug and go, yeah, hey, don't do that again. Each count of wire fraud carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Each count of money laundering, 10 years in prison. So, but here's what what I, this is my theory about IRS agents. I would be willing to bet there aren't a handful, less, less, I would argue, than 25% of all IRS agents are conservative. I think most of them are progressive. If you work for the IRS... Uh, you can, you know, you can call and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think a lot of conservatives want to make their living screwing other conservatives and other people. And so the people, the very people that were stealing this money were the people who want you to pay more in taxes. Sort of just an ugly kind of coincidence. All right, let me uh, move on because we've got uh, the employment numbers. I guess uh, Wall Street seems to think uh, the employment numbers are looking really, really good. But there, there's kind of a, a problem here. And the problem is that the workplace participation rate has gone down. And that artificially makes the unemployment numbers look better than they are. The number of new jobs created did slow down. But when you dig deeper, you often find some gems that get overlooked when you look at the, the big picture. For instance, the last report where allegedly all these new jobs were created turns out that almost all of them were 16, 17, 18, and 19-year-olds. So, 16-year-olds and 17-year-olds? Really? These are not these are not big-paying jobs. These are not great jobs. These aren't, you know, family-supporting. They're generally just kids just starting out, taking the lowest ring, rung of the ladder. So it's, it looks better than it is. And in this case, I haven't seen the age grouping, so I don't know if it's the same as it was in the last book, uh, the last uh, 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 unemployment uh, schedule. But I also know that with uh, the workforce participation rate dropping out, it makes it look better than it is. Wall Street catches on to this, the stocks will reverse. Right now, Wall Street is reacting the way they are, and it, it really is, it's really negative. I mean, they're, don't look at your stocks, uh, because they think that the Fed is going to increase interest rates again, and so they're, they're panicking. 
the Dow is down uh, 495. The S&P is down 83. Uh, NASDAQ is down 344. The Russell is down uh, 37. These people are all looking at these numbers and going, oh, geez, the Federal Reserve thinks that uh, the, the, is going to say that we still have inflation uh, because these jobs are being created and they're going to raise the interest rate again and they're panicking. My guess is that Monday or Tuesday, this will all turn around and be back in the green. Uh, let's see, on a Froster Buns Friday, Harvey on Putin. Welcome, how are you? Hello. Hello. Um, I've got the answer to what's going to happen with Putin. Israel just had the largest natural gas find in the world. They are now a threat to Russia to be the producer of natural gas to Germany and Europe. Biden is in a pickle coming up to the elections. He's pushing for a nuclear attack so he can be a wartime president and win the elections. He'd like us to believe that. That's for sure. Yeah. What's going to happen is Russia is going to form a coalition of Arab countries plus two of our allies. And the two allies that are going to go with Russia are Turkey and Germany. And they're going to go against Israel. And one-sixth of Russia will survive. You know how I know this answer? Please don't tell me Nostradamus. No, it's in the Bible, Ezekiel 38. It's in Old Testament language. But I'm guaranteeing you, the Bible has never been wrong. All right. Harvey, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Charles, Froster Buns Friday, what's on your mind? Oh, I just want to let you know, gas prices were three forty nine this morning. I went to fill up. It's three sixty nine now. Yep. It's, it, it's went, a, it went up already. Gas Less station be, owners. Yeah, that's a great gas oil. station. Yeah, Putin. All right, Charles, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan. Huh? Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Just trying to inform these people, that's all. Just yeah. letting them know. You remember it's what I said? It nothing to do with Biden, though. All right, you remember what I said about uh, how if the president just announced we're going to let everybody do the drilling that they need to do and yes. want to do, that instantly the price of gasoline would go down, the price of a barrel of oil would yep. go down? By the same token... The moment the Saudis and OPEC Plus said they were going to cut back, the price of oil skyrocketed. Yep. They haven't even cut back yet. But that's what the president needs to do to lower gas prices. Up against the clock, jumping off, a, being pushed off a bridge coming up next. This is the Gary Nolan Show.